Hey, what is going on? It is Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And it is Monday, and you know what that means. Another episode, another edition of Crypto Segments. And in the past week, there's obviously a lot of good things to talk about, a lot of good things to cover from a price action standpoint. The fact that Bitcoin is still above $5,000 after it's just slice up through $4,200, even now above $5,200. Pretty damn impressive. The fact that ETH has run up, the fact that a lot of the larger cap altcoins have run up or held their ground against Bitcoin, very impressive. But what we really want to cover today is obviously what everybody's thinking, and that's shitcoin of the week. That is the best part of the week for so many people. And we're going to cover shitcoin of the week. We have a fantastic, oh, you think? We have a new segment. It is the coolest product of the week. So anytime there is an interesting crypto project company that releases a product out to the wild, we'll talk about that and a number of other projects as well. So you might be noticing I have a slightly newer setup right now and... That's actually in preparation for an interview that is happening tomorrow. And most of my interviews in the past have just been uh, over Skype or over Google Hangout, whatever it might be. This one I'm actually going to be having in person. It's with Alex Edelman, the CEO of Lolly. So I'm pretty excited about that to actually have an in-person interview. I feel like they go a lot better uh, and they're just a lot smoother. So be on the lookout for that tomorrow. Lolly is an awesome product and I'll go into how I made some money buying bonobos literally paid in bitcoin which is pretty damn awesome so let's kick segments off this week with i think one of the more underrated stories around and it's not necessarily because of the entire i would say context of the story but it is because the way in which things have changed and i think things will continue to change in the future and so this is shout out Spencer Noon. This is at Spencer Noon on Twitter posted this. This was Western Union from 2014. It's an article from Coindesk in 2014. Stan Higgins on November 14th, 2014, Western Union CIO titled Bitcoin, no solution for today's market. Now, if we go to today, April 8th, 2019, Western Union integrates with crypto wallet to expand Philippines remittances. Now, for anybody who's not super familiar, the remittance market is huge. And that was really one of the big, I think, use cases a lot of people were initially excited about. Uh, and some of that steam has since kind of panned off. But Western Union is massive in the remittances market. But not even looking at remittances market, why is this the underrated story of the week? Well, it goes to show, in my opinion, that you know these large businesses, these massive multi-billion dollar corporations like Western Union that five years, four years ago or so were dismissing Bitcoin, dismissing cryptocurrency, are now either trying to integrate with this to future-proof some of their business, or they are getting on board the train. The same could be said about JP Morgan and the way things are being approached there, where, hey, Bitcoin is a big scam. Bitcoin is the worst thing in the world. Oh, by the way, we're building JP Morgan coin on Quorum, and we are testing out whether or not we can you know, create operational frequency or operational efficiencies and financial efficiencies for ourselves and for our customers by leveraging blockchain technology. Very similar to that. And I think 
what you're going to see in the future is this shift where a lot of the people that have initially come out and been detractors of cryptocurrency, of Bitcoin, of blockchain technology are somewhat flip-flopping a little bit and saying, hey, you know, this thing maybe either isn't so bad or maybe we should at the very least try some of this technology, try to implement it into our business. Because if this really is the future, then there's some element of future proofing there. If not, then you know we go about our merry way and then we kill the competition. So for me, this is really the underrated story of the week is that Western Union is integrating cryptocurrency into Philippine remittances as that is one of the major business operations that Western Union continues to charge a absolute ton of fees on. It's something that there is a huge margin to drive down when it does come down to cryptocurrency technology and adoption. Moving on from the story of the week, we have our fallen soldier. And if you might remember, the first fallen soldier we have, I believe, was our favorite Philicone who rose from the dead. And speaking of rising from the dead, there is one individual that contributed to an incredible amount of FOMO, uh, an incredible amount of excitement in cryptocurrency. There is only one spiritual guide to $100,000 in this world some of you may know who i'm talking about and that man has not been with us for quite some time he's been gone out of our lives after parabolic mania died down after we just no longer could redraw any more parabolic lines oh wait what's that Parabolic Trav is back after a little rise up from the dead from going Bitcoin going to, you know, $3,200 to $5,200. So our fallen soldier of the week is actually a risen soldier. He was shot down on the battlefield. He disappeared for a few months. And now he's back. Now the Bitcoin is is crushing it. But part of me is happy. Part of me is is sad because it just goes to show that if cryptocurrency, if the cryptocurrency market, if the Bitcoin market does go away, or, you know, it does actually come back, there are a ton of people that have just dipped out for a long time. Maybe there's some YouTube content creators that have dipped out for a while and they come back when the timing is good. Maybe there's some Twitter people that dip out. And the funny part is if, you know, Bitcoin goes back and breaks above $6,000 again, and you see Maybe one day in the future, you see $8,000 Bitcoin, $10,000 Bitcoin. The cryptocurrency market comes back and the FOMO associated with that. Everything will be forgotten. And my dumbass making videos and podcasts during this bear market will have nothing to show for it. But Trav will be back drawing parabolic lines. And I respect it because he didn't have to do anything during the bear market. And hey, we're back to square one. And for the decorated, wonderful title of shitcoin of the week... We have to give it to everybody's favorite privacy-focused institution out there. There's only one privacy-focused institution that comes top of mind when it comes down to your digital identity and securing that identity and not monetizing that to the absolute fullest potential possible. Who would that be, you might ask? Obviously, Facebook. And this comes from Nathaniel Popper, who has been covering the Facebook coin story for the Wall Street Journal. And he had a brand new update today that read this. Update on Facebook's cryptocurrency. Sources tell me that Facebook is now looking to get VC or venture capital firms to the uninitiated to invest in 
the Facebook cryptocurrency project we reported on earlier this year. I hear they are targeting big sums, as much as $1 billion. Given that one of the big allures of blockchain projects is decentralization, getting outside investors could help Facebook present the project as more decentralized and less controlled by Facebook. One person I spoke to with that said, Facebook is talking about using the money as collateral for its cryptocurrency. Facebook has been designing a coin to keep a stable value pegged to a basket of foreign currencies held in bank accounts. It is interesting to think that one of the richest companies on earth is raising money. When was the last time they did outside fundraising? So Facebook is creating Facebook coin. They've hired a ton of talent. They are working on it. They've been rumored to have been working on this for quite some time. Yada, yada, yada. And because Facebook is, is really poor and they don't have any money to uh, collateralize their Facebook coin, stable coin, they're going to the most decentralized fundraising mechanism possible. Who is that? Venture capitalists. And the interesting part about this is if you're creating a stable coin per se, that is supposed to be pegged to the value of a dollar. Why would a venture capitalist want to invest in such a stable coin? Now, they're obviously not doing that out of the goodness of their heart and out of their charitable aspirations, right? There's got to be a way that they're making money here. So how are they making money? That remains to be seen, but also pretty freaking hilarious that to present their cryptocurrency as more decentralized, it's probably going to get bought by you know Excel, Sequoia, Benchmark, whoever the hell, I don't know, Peter Thiel's firm, whatever it might be. And because Facebook is raising $1 billion for a stable coin to be decentralized by venture capitalists, it definitely deserves the shitcoin of the week. But hey, I mean, if EOS could raise $4 billion, Facebook could raise one, right? So this week's, uh, you think is one of my favorites, I think of all time. This is just my favorite naming and branding idea ever. And we'll go into this article from Cointelegraph here, blockchain based decentralized application platform, that platform Tron has revealed the expansion plan of its second layer scalability solution, the sun network. Justin sun named the second layer scalability solution, the Sun Network. Uh, you think? On, on what planet are we on that we can't get any more creative than naming it? Like, do we have the first layer network? Is it just named Justin, the second layer network named Sun? And then we're just acting like this is some grand decentralized platform that doesn't have a God savior leader that was the first millennial graduate of Jack Ma's millennial uh, course, which by the way, he donated to this week. So, hey, whatever. But really, holy hell, is that the best naming ever? Like, I, I, I can't even get over it. It's so awesome. It's so bold. It's so fantastic. You have to just respect the fact that Justin is just pulling all the strings, printing all the money, just doing it all and naming it all after himself. I love it so much i hate it but i really love it and when buffalo chicken coin goes live you can absolutely absolutely expect that the second layer scalability solution on buffalo chicken coins new dap blockchain will be the bobby network because you know there's there's it's it's very decentralized so i'll just say that 
And so for the cool product of the week, this is something that I wanted to turn into a segment where, hey, if something launches during the week that I think is interesting that you guys can leverage, that's the big thing is, is it something that either I've used or I'm considering using? Uh, and this actually came out today. So this is Dharma. It is a lending platform on Ethereum. I was actually one of the kind of like alpha testers for it. And it's something that now is, is launched publicly. And I'm a fan of as a lot of you guys know, I've been experimenting with MakerDAO CDPs. I've ex been experimenting with compound finance. Uh, I've done a lot of different lending on Ethereum platforms and Dharma is pretty awesome. And this is not, uh, this, this segment will not be sponsored or anything like that ever. And if you guys do have suggestions for me to try out in the future, as always hit me up because I want suggestions. I need nominations for this. But so this week, Dharma launched, it literally launched today uh, for the public. And you can get, if you are borrowing Ethereum, you can borrow Ethereum at 0.1% interest. So very cheap to borrow. And you can actually receive 2.5% interest uh, lending. Uh, and then on the die side of the house you are borrowing you will pay four percent interest and if you're lending you'll actually receive eight percent interest so really solid uh terms there and these are on 28 day terms i believe but trying to kickstart their network if you are somebody who is looking to play around with some of these like quote unquote open finance tools uh this is i think one of my one of the the better tools out there in addition to compound finance in addition to MakerDAO CDPs, but if you hold some ETH or if you hold some DAI, you're trying to earn interest on it, this is one way. Or if you want to borrow cryptocurrency, if you want to borrow Ethereum, or if you want to borrow DAI pretty damn cheaply at either 0.1% with ETH or 4% with DAI, you can also do that. So I will uh, would definitely recommend you check that out. I've used it again. I was part of the alpha uh, test group and I was lucky because I borrowed some Ethereum, borrowed Ethereum, prior to the big spike up recently. So I borrowed it on a 28 day term at around 150 bucks a pop. And now I am nicely levered up long, I would say on Ethereum. So if you're looking to gain additional exposure to ETH or to just kind of get a, get a loan out. Dharma is a pretty cool way to do so. And lastly, Triggered Bobby. We'll save, I don't want to say the best for last, but you guys like when I get triggered, right? I I, I kind of like getting triggered. And this is something that is an interesting subject. And this is titled, this from Coinbest, the Ripple co-founder donates $25 million in XRP to a U.S. university. So the article continues to state the Ripple co-founder and uh, executive chairman Chris Larson and his wife uh, have donated $25 million in the XRP cryptocurrency to San Francisco State University. And... Sounds great, maybe at, at face value. Like, hey, this, you know, this guy donated a bunch of money to a, a university and maybe can help some people get scholarships and learn or build some new building to just facilitate learning, whatever it might be. I don't know. But what kind of triggers me about this is is twofold. So as you guys know, I am not a like a, a Bitcoin maximalist by any stretch. I hold ETH, have a lot of shit coins. I, I dabble in shit coinery. And Sometimes I, I think like the, the Bitcoin hard money, Austrian economic stuff, I don't want to say it's overplayed, but sometimes I kind of you know, almost like look at it and I'm like, hey, you know, not that many people either are interested in this or, or get that or, or it appeals to it. But then I see something like this where I look at Ripple or XRP or whatever, 
whatever you want to say. XRP was a gift from the gods to the Ripple Corporation and the Ripple founders, and they basically paid everything on that. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to like sit back and, and completely shit on XRP and Ripple right now, but XRP was essentially created out of thin air, which so is Ethereum uh, in many respects, and so is basically any ICO'd cryptocurrency. Um, so XRP was basically created out of thin air, and the founders obviously had a large portion of that. And they are now swimming in XRP as, as money. And they can do a number of different things like that, like donate that to universities. Now, when I look at this, great, they donated it to a university. But what happens to the XRP holders here? You know, are they, when you're donating this XRP to San Francisco State University, presumably they're not interested in holding XRP on their balance sheet forever. Uh, and they'd like to probably cash that out into the U.S. dollar to actually utilize that, right? Like this type of donation, in my mind, only hurts the XRP holders. It's basically dumping $25 million at some point in time of XRP onto the open market for the holders to have to bear the brunt of. And it does go to show the interesting aspect of hard money to me and even when you look at something like these Coinbase earn giveaways too, where Coinbase is giving away XLM or they're giving away ZRX or they're giving away you know, BAT or whatever it might be to watch videos, it's notable that they're not giving away Bitcoin because Bitcoin is hard money and XLM was printed out of nowhere. XRP was printed out of nowhere. A lot of these cryptocurrencies have basically been you know, gifted from the gods or from an engineer's fingertips. So this is something where I think, you know, hey, this this it's such a nice sounding headline, but in the end, who is it hurting? And I think it hurts the the XRP holders who are kind of the ones who are are providing the actual monetary value to something like this to actually be donated to a university, but it only goes to hurt them. So kind of gets me a little bit triggered and that's my my two cents on it or 2 XRP per se. And that concludes this week's Monday segments. If you enjoyed this, make sure to hit that thumbs up button. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on the podcast, I would always love a rating and a review. And as always, I'm trying to make this as interactive as possible. So if on Monday or Monday morning, or maybe Sunday over the weekend, even throughout the week, if you have an idea for a segment, if you have somebody that classifies for an, uh, you think, or a shit coin of the week, hit me up, let me know. Because I'm always keeping an eye out, but I would love to get your nominations here as well. Again, thank you so much for watching and listening. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a good one. Peace.